As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Hey, welcome Dental Wealth Nation family. I am so excited to be here with you today. First podcast of the year and uh, wow, am I excited. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes you might feel like there's just a little something missing in your practice and your life. And, and you know, there's just something you can do to improve. And that's why I'm so excited. Today, we're going to be talking about the missing priests that can really help improve your practice finances. And by the time we finish today, you're going to know how you can improve the financial health of your practice. You're going to have some tips and strategies that will help you implement a successful membership plan, along with some of the key KPIs that you will want to pay attention to. But what I'm most excited about is you're going to feel excited, you're going to feel encouraged, and you're going to feel hopeful for your future. And today we're going to be talking with Eli Sauls from Clear and Clear runs a fantastic membership program. And if you hang around to the end, you're going to really learn how you can save your front desk a whole lot of time in tracking your membership plan. And I can't wait for Eli to be able to share that with you. Eli, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sam. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, man, I'll tell you, memberships, it's such a great thing for practices to have. But before we dive into that and really kind of go deep on that, give me a little bit of background on Clear and Clear's background in, in helping dentists improve their practice finances. Yeah, so Clear was founded uh, back in 2016, um, did a couple of years of market research and development um, and came to market in 2018. Since then, uh, we partnered with over 7,000 dentists in all 50 states. And that's from DSOs to single practice, fee for service, um, insurance based, just the full gamut. Excellent. And so, and, and Clear does what exactly? Yeah. So, Clear, um, we provide a team to support you while you build out your membership plan, first and foremost. Um, and then we provide all the tools to run a successful membership plan. So, that's the platform, um, that's some marketing collateral, uh, and that's you know, pretty much all of the support. Again, that's the big the big thing that we really harp on is, um, you know, we have a very robust support team to make sure that the, the plan is being successfully utilized and there's full team buy-in at the practice to make sure you're getting the most of that plan. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot that you just mentioned there and, and we'll, we'll dive into that here in a moment, but, but before kind of going deep once again on that, let's, let's just back up a little bit and talk about kind of the, the general economic environment of what a lot of doctors are going through in their practice this day and why they should maybe consider adding a membership program. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, uh, you know, not to be doom and gloom, but we are in some unprecedented economic times. Um, we're seeing layoffs, we're seeing inflation, we're seeing a lot of different things. Uh, and what they all, to, all contribute to uh, is a really hyper focus on spending 
um, as well as use of human resources. Um, and that's at the practice level, but it's also hugely affecting the patients. So patients are accepting less care. Patients are coming in for their hygiene appointments, even less. Um, patients are losing access to care. Uh, and also in you know the current economy we have here, uh, there's a lot of alternative work styles too. So you're seeing a lot more gig economy, whether it's driving for food delivery or ride share. Um, but all of these things contribute to a much larger uninsured population and a population that has less access to the dental care that they need. Hmm. And so how are some of these doctors dealing with these challenges today that, that you work with? What are you seeing them do to be successful in this current environment? Yeah, so it's uh, it really boils down a lot to efficiency. Um, and that's, you know, at every level. So whether it, it's having to do with how you're ordering your supplies, um, how you're looking at staffing, um, and then all the systems and practices that you use in the day to day at the practice, um, you need to you really need to dig in and be efficient and try to automate as many of these processes as you can to really stretch that dollar as far as you can, as well as stretch, you know, the staff members that, um, you know, we, we are seeing a bit of a staffing shortage across the markets, but also in the dental space. So um, I would say the big thing is just efficiency and, and really digging in and making sure that you're using the different tools uh, that exist in the market today. Okay. So, so efficiencies, automation, using the different tools out there and, uh, and making sure that your team can really do the, the most possible with the limited resources that are around today then. Correct. Yes, definitely. Okay. I, and so what role does membership play in this, right? Because I think about memberships and first thing that comes to mind for me is my gym membership that I spend money on that I should probably cancel because I don't show up often enough. So, so right, like, let's, let's talk about this whole concept of membership and why it's so powerful. Yeah. So, I mean, we can, looking at a uh, broader kind of bigger market um, membership plan, well, subscription-based memberships are huge in today's economy. I mean, you look at Amazon Prime, you look at, uh, you know, Hulu, all these subscription services. Um, and market research shows that these people that are on membership plans are going to be twice as lucrative as their non-member counterparts. Um, and the other thing, when you say that, you know, with the gym membership, you know, I'm guilty as well. Uh, you pay for it, and then you might not get as much use as you want. But we have some pretty strong data here at Clear um, to show really the impact of getting an uninsured patient on a membership plan. So they're going to come in about two to three times uh, as often per year. And they're also going to produce about twice as much revenue for the practice. Hmm. Uh, and this just goes into the kind of you want to get the value out of what you're paying for. So um, it's a very clear and um, concise way that we kind of build out these, uh, and no pun intended there, um, but the way we build out these plans. So the members really see the value that they're getting um, and they want to take advantage of what, you know, what they're paying for. So they're going to come in more. And then about 75% of additional treatment acceptance um, is generated in those hygiene appointments. So mm -hmm. naturally the, you know, the revenue and the treatment acceptance is just going to follow suit. Okay, so so the data simply shows that right patients who do come in who are on a membership plan, you know, they're actually going to utilize the services of the dental practice. Then, oh yes, yes, definitely. Okay. And not only that, but they're more profitable and actually accept more treatment. That's right. 
wow, that, that's incredible. Uh, and so, right, you know, you, we kind of come back to this efficiency piece. And, you know, in my mind, I know a lot of doctors are kind of, you know, do-it-yourselfers. And I think, well, why don't I just run a membership program? I, how, how hard can it be to charge someone's credit card every month? But, but there's more that goes into it, isn't there? Yeah, there's a there's a ton more, Tim. Um, and we kind of like look at it in three different groups. So you have the design, uh, the administration, and then the reporting and the compliance. Um, and all these things, if you're trying to handle it on your own, can be very difficult. I mean, it's a lot to keep track of. Um, just, you know, something as basic as offering different options. So having a child, an adult, a perio, and then even more options than that uh, can be really hard to keep track of. Um, the recurring payments, as uh, you know, you alluded to there, that can be very hard to keep track of, as well as, you know, make sure all of the payments up to date um, and that you're really seeing the return on investment of these plans um, and able to track the, the, the metrics around them. So, you know, how many patients are renewing these plans? How many patients are paying on time? How many patients are coming in at the, uh, you know, the rate they should be and, and what are they producing for the practice? So a lot more that goes into you know, running a plan than just saying, hey, we have a membership plan. Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, as you were talking about some of the things that Clear provides, you, you mentioned all the support for the membership plan also. What are some of those support tools that, right, anyone running a membership plan, whether they're using Clear or not, right, what are some of the things that they should be thinking of in terms of the, the resources and assets that they have to deliver to, you know, potential patients who are, who are considering a membership plan? Yeah, great question, Tim. Um, so, I mean, the big things here are having a very professional and clean and easy way to sign up into a platform um, that they can actually keep track of what benefits they have left, uh, how to pay, uh, you know, when their next payment is, uh, things like that. And then the actual support um, comes from our team. So training, making sure that from the front of the office to the back of the office, everyone is trained up and knows exactly the value um, and how to talk about these membership plans. So there's full buy-in. Um, our most successful practices are those ones that talk about it whenever it's appropriate. So we're not asking them to be salesmen. We're not asking them to change much of what they're doing. Just if you have an uninsured patient come in, mention the membership plan. It's gonna sell themselves. It has great value. Um, and then also the ongoing support. So if there is any little things that come up, you have someone that you can reach out to at Clear um, that will walk you through that you know, in its entirety and track the success of that plan and make sure that it's not stagnant and you're getting new members on and you're keep to growing this plan um, so that it does provide some, you know, really good, really good return on investment for the practice. Okay. And so typically, right, a, a doctor who maybe doesn't have a membership plan, they, they start to implement one, they put one in place, and, the, and they do all the right things, right? They've got their team engaged, they've got buy-in from everyone, they're promoting it when appropriate. What kind of results do doctors start seeing? You know, we've mentioned more acceptance of, of treatment, but, but just kind of overall, you know, what are some things that you hear from the this over 7,000 doctors that you've helped, you know, put these membership plans in place from? What are they telling you? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the big thing here is um, just like really ease of use again. Um, and going back to kind of that staffing shortage and everything like that, it's really being able to use those team members um, to do the things that they want to do most, which is patient care, um, taking care of the patients. What Clear does is we just free up time for that front desk, for that doctor, for the whole office to be able to really, <clears throat> excuse me, really deliver the best care that they can. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's the, that's the number one thing that we hear from our doctors and our, you know, office managers, front desk, everyone throughout the practice is just really easy to use. Um, and these patients become some of their best patients on the plan because hmm. they have such a transparent and easy to understand um, option for care. Okay. That's incredible. And, and, and with these membership plans, right, it, you mentioned kind of the first step is, is really designing the plan. I think that's what you said, right? What were the, the three parts, design, administration, and then compliance, or, or what were the three again? Yeah, it was design, uh, administration, and then reporting and compliance. Okay. And so in the design phase, what are some things that doctors may want to consider? And, and how do you start building these plans up? Yeah, no, uh, that's, a, that's a great point. Um, so the big thing here is the onboarding specialist that will work really cons consultative approach with the entire office um, to build out these plans. So one area that practices struggle with, especially is the pricing aspect. Um, so figuring out that sweet spot between where it's attractive for the patient. So they, they'll get as many members on as possible um, and it's still profitable for the practice. So we have some practices that we've come in and helped out um, and, you know, they were charging entirely too much. They had very few members on the plan, but they thought, Hey, you know, I'll make more money per member. Sadly, a lot of times that doesn't work out. You want to find that sweet spot. And then we have others that it would, the membership plan was actually a loss leader at the office and hmm. they were charging far too low for it. Um, and they could have been getting, you know, a lot more revenue to the practice. So that's one of the big parts is definitely the pricing um, and then figuring out exactly what to include. So we take a lot of different data from the market that they are in, um, demographics, you know, other things, uh, you know, how many uninsured patients they have, the age group of said patients, um, and make sure that these plans are really built out with the patient, their specific patients in mind. Um, and that really creates a really good relationship between the practice and the patient because, you know, the practice is able to provide great plans for their patients and the patients feel like they're seen and heard and that they have a great option um, that's specifically designed for them. Okay. So, so you've got the whole pricing aspect and then what about benefits that the plans deliver? What, what role does that play in design? Yeah. So uh, great question. Um, again, this is, this kind of goes down to specific population groups that we're working with. So, you know, if you have a large, um, you know, older group that is maybe aged out of some of their benefits, really making sure that that, you know, perio, because many, um, you know, elderly patients will move to the perio uh, and making sure that they have an option there. Maybe they are, it's a more affluent um, area. So making sure that there's options for things beyond your general, just hygiene um, and x-rays and things like that on the plan. So maybe you'll include some added benefits at a slightly higher price, but you know that your patient group is able to pay that and it would be attractive to them to get those things featured. Uh, and what we're going to do is make sure that, again, you're pricing that according to what you're offering and you're offering the right things for that population. Hmm. Okay. And, and so, right, pricing, then you got the, the you know, different kind of options in terms of the, the benefits. Now, let's talk a little bit about the administration side. What are some things that go into that? Yeah. So, um, touched on it briefly, but, you know, marketing your plan, um, which goes from having successful, you know, online presence. So making sure that your website has an option for patients to sign up right there. We have actually a widget that you can put right on your webpage that says, you know, no insurance, click here. Um, and then that'll bring them right to a custom landing page for the practice that the patient can sign up, 
either, you know, before they go to the practice or afterwards, um, as well as we send um, pamphlets that have, you know, these complete um, options that the market or the, uh, the plans offer. Uh, and it'll have a QR code right on the back. So the patient can sign up right there in the office, bring that home, show it to their family members, friends. Um, so just making sure that you're marketing this effectively and getting mm -hmm. as many of those patients on the plan as possible. Uh, and then having really easy ways to get those patients on once you have marketed it effectively. So as, as I said, the landing page, QR code, um, obviously they can sign up right at the front desk there too. We make it very simple and really lower those barriers for the patients to be able to access these plans. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, like renewals, we handle auto renewals so that the front desk doesn't have to worry about that. It's an opt-out situation. So the patient is notified when their plan is going to be up and they can choose to opt out or they will continue to, um, you know, stay on the plan for the next year, next month, however it is, uh, processing payments and then, going back to that support team on the day-to-day, -day, answering any questions that the practice might have, but we also um, allow patients to call in if they have any questions and we can answer any kind of questions around the clear platform on the practice's behalf. But obviously we would never make any changes or do anything um, without the practice's clear consent. Okay. Gotcha. And so, so that all really falls under the administration. Then lastly, you mentioned, you know, there's that compliance piece. What does that look like? Yeah, so um, we kind of group the reporting and compliance in together. Um, and the reporting aspect is is that tracking of all those growth metrics, tracking of the ROI, tracking of pretty much any data points you can think of for your membership plan. Um, and everything's right there in the portal for the, the practice to be able to really dive in and get a really granular view of the health of their plan. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is, too, is to your point, the compliance, which is huge because it may be one of the most important reasons to um, look outside doing it in-house. Just making sure you're in compliance with all those state and local legislation and laws. Um, it can be really hard to keep up. It's a constantly evolving and changing hmm. landscape. And uh, we just make sure we have a team of lawyers that make sure that these membership plans are always in compliance uh, as much as they possibly can be with state and local laws. And we have had, you know, no legal issues from anything, you know, stemming from that throughout our entire existence. Okay. <clears throat> and that's such an important point. I was just, uh, right, I got sucked into some clickbait on YouTube the other day about, uh, you know, why did some girl making pickles get in trouble? And you think, right, making pickles, how could that get you in trouble? And right. of course, you know, there's a California law and you're not allowed to, you know, I guess, pickle your own pickles and sell them unless you follow some, you know, different kind of rules and regulations. And so, you know, all of a sudden she's got to issue refunds for like 14,000 orders or, or just something <laughs> crazy that's happened. Right. Because it was just overlooked, you know, now granted, you know, if you're selling 14,000 things of pickles, you're, you know, you're a little bit bigger than, you know, your average lemonade stand. So that's I don't right. think that's overreach, but right. Just being aware of everything that's out there because you don't know what you don't know. And you may just think, oh, it's a membership plan. What do I need to know? Well, there's a lot, isn't there? That's exactly right, Sam. Yeah, I mean, um, we've seen countless practices come to us because they got a cease and desist from, you know, state mm. local legislation um, saying that something they were doing was out of compliance. Um, and we can really look at that plan and make sure that everything's up to snuff as far as the legal um, part goes. And also, I mean, even if you hadn't had anything like that, just being able to put your mind to rest and, and know hey, I know I'm in compliance. I know what I'm doing here is completely legit with 
the authorities as, you know, as they see it. Yeah. And yeah, in a little bit, right. We, we said, we're going to share with everyone how they can really save their front desk a lot of time. And I know that's coming up. I can't wait for you to, to share what clear has been working on and what you're launching. That's really going to help these practices save time in, in administering those membership plans. But I want to take a little moment and talk about some of those KPIs, right? Those key performance mm-hmm. indicators that, that you've been mentioning. And we talked a little bit about return on uh, ROI, right? Your return on your investment. Are you making money back from doing this? But what are some other statistics and KPIs that really doctors should be paying attention to in their membership plans? Yeah. So, I mean, the big ones are, uh, you know, like patient visits and whether they are compliant patient. Um, and we look to really revitalize that that um, maybe dormant patient market. So again, it goes back to when a patient that comes in who maybe hasn't been in in a year, a year and a half, are we offering them this membership plan? Because that can really revitalize that market. They might not know that there was an option for them um, to be able to get to this care. Uh, and now we can provide them with that or the practice can provide them with that. Um, the hygiene reappointments, which pretty much just come naturally when they come on the membership plan because again they want to take advantage of what they paid for so they're going to come in for those hygiene appointments at least twice a year um also procedures completed um and going back to what i said previously 75 percent of those you know that extra care those procedures that case acceptance is made in the uh hygiene appointments so Hmm. they're going to be able to uh you know up that number with our plans Collection percentage, I mean, you're getting most of your money as far as the preventative care right up front with these membership plans. So you don't really need to worry about collections on those kind of things. And I would take a moment here just to kind of mention that I think the synergy between a membership plan and like a patient financing tool, whichever you decide to go with, is really a great pairing because that can up that that production and that return on investment because now you're providing the preventative and you're also giving an option for patients to be able to afford accepting more treatment and then paying that off in a timely fashion. Hmm. And then that goes to speed of collections as well, um, which you can track all of this within the uh, membership plan software um, and same day treatment acceptance. So, you know, just making sure that when they're getting offered that treatment, they are in fact accepting it. Again, patient financing can be a great tool there. Um, And also they have a very, again, transparent view into those plans and they see, hey, you know, I can save 10, 20, 30, whatever percent that the practice decides on this additional care just with my clear plan. Wow, that's that's amazing, right? And what a neat thing to, to really bring up. And that's one of the things I love so much about what you're doing is you actually provide data to track these things. Cause I, I know so often in, in business and in, in practices, you may have an idea or something you want to try and you start doing it. And then someone asks, well, is it working? And you're like, I think so, but I really don't know. And you're actually providing data so that they do know, Hey, you know, we've started offering this and, and here's how many patients are actually moving forward on the same day. And, and here's what they were doing before. And here's how many are moving forward on treatment the same day after we started you know, offering patient financing. And so you really do offer actionable data so that you can actually see the impact of the choices that you're making. And I think that's such a powerful thing to, to be able to use to, to drive and improve practice financial health. Yeah, that's right, Tim. And I mean, we'll get into it a little bit more with uh, that, that tool that you teased earlier, but um, mm-hmm. we are currently able to, you know, provide 
<clears throat> excuse me, it's usually after about um, a year of the plan being on the practice. If they just call us and say, hey, we want a, a complete you know, data readout, um, our success team is more than happy to just kind of dive into that data and show them those different patient behaviors that you discussed. So how, how have our membership plan patients improved since they moved from being uninsured to the plan? Um, how are they performing versus some of our PPO patients? Um, and you can really get a good look into all of that data to your point. Excellent. Uh, and now in, in terms of patients who this is right for, right? You know, we've talked about, you know, this is something great for people who, you know, don't have insurance. What about people with insurance? Is this, is this a good option for people with the PPOs coming into your practice? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't want to oversell anything here, Tim. So I'm not going to, um, you know, really say that you're going to be able to convince a person on a traditional PPO plan that is getting a lot of, uh, you know, employee provided compensation to their insurance plan might not be a great fit there, honestly. But um, the people we are looking for are, you know, A, the uninsured, people that are aging out, um, you know, some Medicaid and Medicare users that are, you know, maybe not getting as many benefits as they uh, they want need. Um, and then the other thing is, too, is there is a, a fairly large segment of the population that is actually paying right out of pocket for some of these, you know, insurance PPO plans. There you go. <laughs> and actually, I, I don't even pay for a PPO plan. I, I don't even buy insurance because because I, I know the value of my dentist. And I know that, you know, most insurance plans don't provide that much value. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so so you would be a good uh, you know, good candidate for these plans. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 kind of just altering that uh, mindset too in some of these patients, because a lot of patients that don't have insurance, um, they might just think, OK, I should go get insurance. But you know, and we're not anti, I'm not here to say we're anti-insurance. I think there are some, you know, really beneficial uses for insurance within the practice. But for patients that don't have employee funded insurance, it's just such a better, more valuable and easier to understand option for them to look into one of these membership plans. And the other thing is, to your point, you were saying, you know, you really like your dentist. This acts as a loyalty plan for that dentist. So you don't have to worry about what insurance they accept. If they accept an, uh, the membership plan, then you're getting that care that you need. Yeah, they, exactly right. I'm tied to my local dentist. I'm not tied to an insurance plan. Right. There you go. That's perfect. I, I, and I would say that makes an ideal patient is that patient who's loyal to you, not the insurance company. Right. Right. No, definitely. And I mean, we see so many uh, practices that are kind of, you know, held hostage by some of these less than favorable insurance plans um, and being able to say, hey, we have this other option for a patient that wants to stick with the with the provider instead of following the insurance company. Um, this can be a really good option for them. Yeah. Now, if any of the some of the practices, have you been able to see them actually reduce their dependence on insurance and, and the number of plans that they have to deal with? Are they able to to over time with these membership plans kind of pare that down some? Oh, yes, definitely. So um, we actually have the name escapes me, but we have a practice that was able to, um, you know, using other systems as well. It's not just the membership mm -hmm. plan, but the membership plan is a great tool to assist when you're moving away from those PPO plans. Um, and we find that a lot of practices, the, the clear patients are their best patients. So it's also, again, kind of tweaking that mindset that um, there's a bit of quality over quantity. So just because a certain PPO is bringing you in a bunch of money, or I'm sorry, a bunch of patients, their reimbursement rates might be super suboptimal. And you might actually be as far as where you could be utilizing 
that you know energy and patient base, um, you could be getting much more profitable and much more compliant patients and patients that are going to be paying close to all of their, you know, the fee schedule through the membership plan versus having to provide, you know, up to a 60, 70% off your fee schedule sometimes dealing with these PPOs. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's incredible. And, I, and there's not a doctor that I've talked to that says, oh yeah, I absolutely love being in network. I love all these insurance companies. Uh, most of them say, yeah, I, I accept it, but I'd love to be able to, to reduce my dependency on them. Right, right. And this is a great way. And, and you can kind of, you know, pick out the ones that might not be working great for you. And then you have this in your back pocket to offer to some of those patients, hey, we're moving away from this provider, but we have this option for you. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, to your point, over time, skinning down the uh, PPOs that you're accepting and, and make sure that you're dealing with, um, you know, payers that are really beneficial for the practice and are going to guarantee extended success for the practice. Yeah. And, and so, right, coming back to the whole kind of data piece in, in tracking things, you know, how can we make that easier on your front desk? We'll, we'll, right? You guys have a new tool that you're launching. and I'm so excited about this. I'd love to have you share a little bit about how you are saving the front desk a lot of time in tracking these things and providing real good actual data for the practice. Yeah, definitely, Tim. So um, what we did in uh, December, I believe it was December 19th, we just rolled out what we're calling Clear Intelligence. Um, and this is a complete PM software integration tool. Um, and it we pair currently with Dentrix, EagleSoft, and Open Dental, which you know is, is the majority of the uh, PMS market right now. Um, and the first thing we rolled out is payment posting. So all of those payments that come into the membership plan software are now posted directly into the ledger of that patient, which just saves the front desk countless hours. Um, and as we roll out, you know, more functionality here, uh, we're going to be looking at, you know, doing even more growth metrics in real time. So the practice can really see what it is, is that's going on with their plan, making sure that it's healthy. Um, and then also some growth um, tools. So like, targeted patient marketing. So again, going back to kind of that patient re-engagement and stimulating some of those dormant patients, um, this will be able to pull some of that data from their PM software and they'll be able to see, hey, this person hasn't been in a year. They were uninsured last time we saw them. This would be a good candidate to target with some of that marketing um, and kind of revitalize that. So it's just going to be an entire suite of tools that really takes advantage of this PM software integration. Um, and when we say PM integration, uh, a lot of different softwares uh, have the ability to pull that data from the PM software. Um, we have gone as far as to be able to push it back. So um, to the point of that payment posting, we're able to post those payments. We'll be able to do um, a lot of different really cool things as time goes on with this integration piece. Wow, that, that's so powerful, right? And what an amazing time-saving feature to, to offer, right? That's something you really can't find anywhere else, is it? It is not. As, as far as we know, um, we are the only dental membership plan software uh, that is able to do both read and write functions into the into the uh, practice management software. And it's it, to your point, it's going to be a huge game changer. It's definitely a huge differentiator for us right now in the market. And we're we're just super excited to, you know, build this out and make it as robust and meaningful for each practice we work with. 
Yeah. So, so if a doctor's listening to this and they're thinking, Hey, you know, I've, I've either been running this membership program on my own and it's kind of working, or, you know, this is something I want to dive in and, and learn more about and explore and see if it's right for my practice. How do we do that? How does someone get in touch with you or get in touch with clear? Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways um, you can go about that. You can email me personally um, at Eli at clear.com um, or you can go to clear.com slash partner slash dental dash wealth dash nation. And they'll be able to fill out all their information right there and be, you know, um, connected with our sales team and go through the process there. But again, I do, I do want to stress that if anyone has any questions um, or, you know, just want to talk, link up, you can definitely um, send me an email at Eli at clear.com as well. Excellent. And I would encourage you, if you're listening to this, if you have questions, Eli is such a great resource, right? Whether you end up moving forward with a membership plan or not, that, that isn't a point. You, you've got a resource and someone you can talk to who can really help you think, you know, holistically and really objectively about adding one of these plans to your practice. So, so make use of Eli, reach out to him, ask those questions and, and dive deep because these membership plans are so powerful for your patients so that they can get the care they want, but also for your practice so that you can really improve the, the revenues of your practice and, and increase that financial health. So, so please reach out. And I also put a link down below so you can just click on that and it'll take you right to a, a page where you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one consultation with a, with a, uh, an account manager to, to talk about if this is right for you. And so Eli, any kind of closing thoughts or, or, or kind of, you know, things before we sign off here? Well, yeah, again, Tim, I just want to really thank you for, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to uh, be on your show. Been a, been a great time talking with you. Um, yeah. And I just, I mean, again, whether you go with clear or you go with another option, I think that the dental membership plan space is the future of dentistry. Um, again, as we see, lowering or stagnant reimbursement rates um, as we see some of, uh, you know, different things moving in the economic space. As far as more uninsured uh, people looking for options uh, and just to bring it back to the financial health. I mean, this is a really great way to up a lot of those key metrics and make sure uh, that the practice is getting the most bang for their buck um, as far as their patient base goes. So um, whether you go through clear or you, you know, try it elsewhere. Um, just membership plans are definitely the future of dentistry. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with you. And I know I certainly know more about how to improve the financial health of the practice after talking with you and know the benefits now of these membership plans and in terms of patients showing up more often and accepting more treatment. And, and, and right, that's one thing to say. It's another to say, hey, we have we actually have data on this and this is what the data shows across the board. So certainly know how to do that and certainly have some tips and strategies to implement these successful membership plans in terms of getting the team on board making sure everyone has buy-in along with some, you know, key KPIs that you should be looking at. And then I know I certainly feel more encouraged and hopeful for the, the future of everyone listening. And if you're listening, I am excited about your future and absolutely believe that, that you can do this. And there's never been a, a better time to, to be a dentist than right now today. So Eli, thanks again for, for coming on and sharing so generously with us and, and helping us think through these things. Definitely. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. And uh, I, as always, I encourage you, don't, don't just listen to the show. If you just listen, you're wasting your time. We want you to implement. We want you to build true wealth so you can get out there and thrive no matter what life throws at you. Until next time, we'll see you again here soon on Dental Wealth Nation. 
You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com. 